Welcome to the Rise and Flow podcast with me, your host, Elaine, a 5-1 manifester and the goddess of fun. This is a space where we go deep into unlocking your magic so you can step into your power in your life and business. Tune in weekly with me and a host of expansive guests where we dive deep into areas such as energetics, spirituality and business so you can rise and flow. Hello and welcome back everybody to the podcast and today I have an amazing woman, Lorna Lyons, who is a life by design coach and mentor and she's also a manifesting generator. So welcome Lorna. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, Elaine. So I met Lorna earlier this year on The Mastermind and she is just this radiant light of sunshine that you'll all get to like love her energy and if you follow her on social media already like she is just oh her energy is just so magnetic and she really helps so many women who are stepping into entrepreneurship or who are trying to find their identity and build their side hustle into a full-time business I should have actually forgot that I'm introducing your title but I never actually said your business name which is side hustle mums So today I brought Lorna on, right, because this is something that I see all the time in terms of women needing to find, it's like when we become mothers that we have to redevelop or reestablish our identity as to who we are now as a mom. And I see a lot of women then it's like, you know, it's like we go through this awakening through childbirth. And I was like, well, I can't really explain this, but I wanted to bring on someone who has so much wisdom in this and teaching women how to create a life by design that's aligned for them and for their family. So Lorna, before we go into all that side of things on helping women reestablish their identity as moms in business, can you share your inspiring story from when you were in your traditional job to before you came to set up your own business? Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for such a beautiful introduction. I hope I can live up to it now, Elaine. (laughs) Okay, so my background, I suppose, just to say a bit about me, I'm a mum to three kids. They're eight, seven and five years old now. And I've been a teacher. I've been a teacher for over a decade, teaching maths and business and firmly stuck in a teaching box of that is what I was going to do for the rest of my life. I think when you get into any kind of public sector job, people tell you, you've made it. You've made it now. This is the dream job. You've got June, July and August off. And, you know, we've got that permanent pensionable job. And sure, you're made. That's it. And I just never really felt that way. There was always something like pressing down on my heart going, oh, my God, teaching isn't something that I ever saw myself doing. And I found myself doing this job. And, you know, is this me forever? And I suppose like so many of us, the pandemic kind of opened our eyes to different potential opportunities out there. And for me, what happened during the pandemic was thought of going back to school in September was like, oh my God, I cannot do this, but what else can I do? So I literally just started looking up different universities to see what other courses could I do out there that might just change the trajectory of where I was on at that stage. And I came across a course Um, a master's in positive psychology coaching. It was a two-year part-time master's. Didn't have a clue about coaching whatsoever. Didn't know anything about it. But I felt like it could just open a door for me, something different, something that would allow me just renegotiate my teaching terms at that time. So I took on the positive psychology, the master's in positive psychology coaching, and it just has completely and utterly transformed my life, Elaine, completely and utterly. Like it's literally in the last two years is when I've stepped into this, these entrepreneurial shoes. And I guess I look back at my life now and I feel like I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but it was never something that I ever thought that I could do. It was never something that like, God, Lauren is capable of doing this. Other people, other really brave, courageous, risk-taking people, it was something they could do, but it was never something that I could do. And so it's all still very new in the sense that it's literally happened over the last two years. But you did talk about this whole awakening of, you know, yourself and your spirit when you become a mother. And I'd be very, very in tune with that. The first business that I set up back, like in 2021, 
is Bump and Beyond Wellness. And this is where I brought my hypnobirthing experience to the table and my positive psychology coaching experience to the table. And I was working with pregnant women and mothers during that time around this awakening of giving birth and things like that. But for me and the journey that I've been on, you know, I'm a little bit further down the field now because my kids are eight, seven and five. So the awakening that happened for me really was a couple of years ago. And it was after they were small, after they were babies. And I just saw I was able to look back at this fog that I had lived under. And it's the only way I can describe it, because everything was suppressed in my world. Everything was kind of great and all the light that was there was my three children and my little family unit and everything that they meant to me. But what happened two years ago was I started to see little chinks in the fog and I could see these sort of bright lights shining through. And I was like, that's me. That's my identity there. And it was a, through the coaching I was receiving in the positive psychology coaching, the, the course that I was doing, those chinks started to grow and get wider and wider. And I was able to see parts of myself that I had not seen in a really long time. And I've been working really hard in the last two years just to bring all that back up to the surface again. Oh, amazing. Oh, I have so many questions to ask you on this now, right? So, well, one, sorry, I've only known you like six, seven, eight months maybe. And like to see what you've achieved and that amount of time is phenomenal. And like you're an inspiration to other mothers like out there. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, like they do the marketing for you because everyone just shouts about how amazing you are. And I know that obviously firsthand, but what I love as well is like your open honesty about your journey. So if you to say like that fog moment, because like I even watched this, like having family here at the weekend and like how full on babies are like, and that's why I made the decision to put off having kids while I was putting the foundation in my business, because I was like, it would just be impossible to be at home here in a pandemic with a baby and like a baby of a business to grow. Right. So, and you know me, I'm always like foundation, foundation, but I really am kind of going like, God, you know, there's so many different angles we can look at it from, right? Because for me, I was like, I want to be, I've worked so hard for years to get out to be an entrepreneur. And I wanted to enjoy that identity before I became a mother, because I've seen so many women get lost. And I was like, you know, I want to be aware of this and hold this, enjoy the fruits of my labor. I've been able to jump on a plane and go to Spain and work for a couple of weeks or whatever. And, you know, I think society and the systems and stuff can you know, it's designed, most women get lost on the journey of motherhood because, you know, they're at home, they take on so much of the responsibility. So when you were navigating in this fog, right, what was the emotions? Like, what was it that was like, I'm going to do this course or like, what was your, it was like navigating the dark night of the soul to an extent. It's like, okay, how did you get out of it basically? Yeah. Like I think the pandemic is what really made it happen for me because I didn't know I was navigating a fog like I don't think you know it when you're in it you're just it's groundhog day and I didn't not enjoy it either it was kind of like this is what life is now (laughs) and it's like you know it's transformative like can you go from being a single person and you're going out with your friends and you're you know you're having a party lifestyle me and my husband did so much traveling like we had a great life and then we you know we did all the traditional things we got engaged we got married we got dogs (laughs) And then we started having babies. We got our house and the mortgage came in and it just felt like a different time in my life. And so I just rolled with that. And I guess I just sort of succumbed to that in a way that I kind of felt like that's the way it should be. But I didn't feel like it was something I needed to get out of. But that's possibly because I just didn't have any feelings around it at all. It was just suppressed. So I guess what really came to light for me was the fact that during that pandemic time and we had all of our little family unit around at home and it was all the roads were so quiet and it was also outdoorsy and I was going to the sea more often I was going walking in the woods more often I was going doing all these lovely things with my days and I was like oh my god now I have to go back to school and I'm going to be leaving the house again at eight o'clock in the morning and not getting home till five picking up the kids they're cranky they take it all out of me because they've been good for their childminder for the whole day and I have to get them in make the dinner And it all just became such a like, oh, a slog in my head that I didn't want to have to go back to. I didn't want to have to. I knew what that looked like and I didn't want to go back to that. So like that, how I came out of it was basically looking for something different and then getting coached. Like I said, I never understood what coaching was. I didn't really ever look into it before. So having somebody ask me the questions and hold space for me, for me to be able to think about what I felt about certain things that I wanted for myself in life 
like that's really what brought it all together like having those kind of questions about where it is you want to see yourself five years from now and you know really getting down to the finer details of what that sort of life looks like you're not just sort of answering it and moving on to the next question but you're getting really down and dirty about what you want your life to look like and you know who's surrounding you what you're spending your days doing so I think that opened my eyes up in an awful lot of ways amazing so what would you say right your identity looks and feels like now right having navigate that and I think the space thing that what you said is so relevant I think this is something that has shifted for a lot of people in the pandemic. It used to be like what January used to feel like to me. I'd get the break for Christmas. When I worked in corporate, I was always, ex- I'd be crawling to this time. And we're actually recording this coming up to Christmas now, just whenever it's released. But like, I would be literally like pulling myself to the finish line, like on my hands and knees, client dinners, staff nights out, whatever. And then I'd have that break. And then that was when I knew like there a couple of years ago, I was like, I can't do this anymore. It needs to change. And it's in the pause. And this is why I'm like, we talked to this before you come on, like the work's in the rest, the work's in the rest. Because it's in those moments, like when we're busy, like, and we can get addicted to business and we will refuse to meditate and we'll refuse to sit on a mat or do yoga or whatever, because we don't almost want the answers to come up. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you took that pause and this is what's happened for a lot of people during the pandemic and now we've gone back to this busy world and it's, but there's a lot of people being like, no, there's more for you and there's more for everybody. Like we can all live the life of our dreams. I fully believe that. So celebrating you now, right? Two years into your business. And if you had to take yourself, who was Lorna five years ago, like how different is your identity? Oh my God. It's just, it's poles apart. It's poles apart because my identity five years ago was solely as Lorna the mum. Like that was, I don't want to say just it, but like that was just it. Whereas now, you know, even when you talk about that feeling of approaching Christmas and you couldn't wait to get the time off, you couldn't wait to get the rest. I identify with that as well. I used to be like that as well. Whereas now it's like, I'm not looking forward to Christmas in that way because every day gets to be bloody exciting. Like I love my life. I love the passion that it brings me. I love the work that I do. It brings me so much joy. So like, I just feel like I carry so much more energy now than I did before because I'm getting so much back. Like I'm getting so much from my work. You talk about me inspiring other people. It's other people inspiring me and looking around me and just feeling like what you said, that there's just so much more. There's so much more for all of us. And you just have to be willing to believe in yourself and your capabilities, even when nobody else can see what it is that you can see in your head. And to just make those kind of bold moves and to back yourself. And we were talking a little bit before we came on here about owning your own voice and sharing your voice. And I spoke to you about the fact that like that wasn't part of my identity before either. I was very much stuck. My voice was stuck down in my throat. I wouldn't be a person who would have shared my thoughts or my my opinions very freely with people. And I feel like in the last couple of years and becoming an entrepreneur and setting up these businesses and inspiring other people and being inspired myself it has opened up my throat chakra and I feel like I want to shout it from the rooftops to all the other mums who feel dumbed down who feel boring as heck who feel like they're on a hamster wheel who feel like they're in Groundhog Day that there is more for you out there and you just have to reach out and get help from somebody you know you just actually have to reach out and ask for help and just start to speak up and speak to somebody who can allow you to have that space to sort of reconnect in with what lies in your heart and your dreams and what you want your life to look like. Because it doesn't have to look like that Groundhog Day every single day for the rest of your life. It just doesn't. But you have to make the choice. You have to make the changes. Yes. Okay. So next question, right? That just when you've been talking there and I'm just thinking of, I'm feeling into like, how has she felt on this journey, right? And deconditioning And the real point that you said there as well, like the importance of your self-belief in yourself and like you believing, I felt this so deeply myself, right? In terms of like, as in like where my family, my parents, even actually still, like don't even really believe in what I'm doing. They're kind of going, I don't really get this whole online thing, whatever. (laughs) So the importance of your self-belief is absolutely critical. And having that support around you through like mentoring, membership, coaching, et cetera, et cetera. But 
sharing a little bit on your journey, right, as a mother, right? Because conditioning in society, I can imagine, is like, who does she think she is, right? This, and I'm sure you've navigated a lot of this. So I'm just going to say it out there for everyone who might be feeling these things. Like, who does she think she is? She's being selfish. Oh my God, you know, she's in this safe, traditional job and she's going out there, like, you know what, following her dreams, like, you know, that's like, you know, whatever. But having navigated through a lot of that, right? How has your relationship improved with your children and your husband? Do you know what, Elaine? I don't think it's improved. I don't or think changed. Sorry, I'm yeah, no, like in the sense that it's changed. There's been good things that's changed about it, and there's been not so good things that change about it. Because sometimes, like as a mom, you're always going to have guilt, no matter what. So, like before, when I was teaching, I would have had guilt about the fact that I only saw them for you know a couple of hours in the evening time, and those hours tended to be cranky hours because they were, like I said, they were being really good for the childminder all day long and they came home, they were hungry and they're tired and all the rest. So I would have felt guilt at that time. Now, as a business owner, and like what I feel guilt over is the fact that my mind is not on them all the time. My mind's on my business. My mind's on different programs I'm running or it's on my clients that I have and what they're doing with their businesses and how I can help them and running out the door to like hide in a bathroom and send boxer notes to people. And the like, so I feel guilt over the fact that, oh, I'm not sitting at the kitchen table playing Monopoly and my head is completely in this with you right now. So, you know, in terms of like how it's improved or changed or whatever, I think you're always going to have things that you feel guilty over. But like what I'm exceptionally proud of is that I'm a leader to my kids. I am a role model for them that I haven't just settled with something that's not brought me humongous joy and I've taken risks on myself and I've actually sort of announced myself as being worthy enough as part of this family to sort of ask everybody else to go along and take risks with me for me and to believe in me I think that's quite powerful like particularly for my daughters going forward in life that they can say that you know their mom left behind a permanent pensionable public sector job let's just say, let's just pretend to become the millionaire that I want to become in the next few years, that they're able to say that I took those risks and I backed myself and I went after my dreams and that they can do that too. So I like feeling like I'm leading the way for how they can think about what they can do for themselves going forward in life. Which is unreal. I mean, like, I mean, that must just give you so much joy getting up to work in every day, you know, like, and like, I see that like with, my stepkids like and they'll be here going oh how's the SAS collective doing and you know like what countries do people come on your on the calls in or whatever and they're asking these questions and like they you know they want to understand a little bit and like it is showing them like a completely different way of what's possible and it is about like backing yourself like a thousand percent of the way yeah yeah a hundred percent and I don't know like can you answer that Elaine like how do you go about finding the power to back yourself when nobody else can see what it is that you're working towards. Do you know, I think I've actually experienced this my whole life. <laughs> In terms of, I would say, well, as a manifester as well, right? So, and with the 5-1 profile, is in like, you know, I even look at, like looking back now, having learned all these alternative ways of like human design and astrology in recent years, right? But before what I would have trained in corporate, like the Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, all these traditional setups. And it was always like, oh, you're futuristic and strategy is one of your number one strengths and leadership. And like, then I look back to like my name even means like the light. It's like a leader, like you're a natural born leader. And I'm kind of, oh no, it makes sense. But I think blindly in some way, like looking back at my childhood, even like watching some videos. And I was seeing my niece here the other day and how she's playing two and a half. And she's also a 5-1 manifester. And I was like, Literally, like if you put the videos side by side, I was like, oh my God, just really like, no, in like being independent, I can do this myself. I want to learn, doesn't like the instructions or whatever. And I think blindly, I obviously was doing that to some extent, right? But for me, what had happened then, it was like kind of being told like I was too much or to tone it down or whatever. So I did to some extent follow that traditional route. I've always been very self-driven, you see. You know, yeah. and I think then for me, it was more about like the deconditioning. I would say I was unconsciously following my soul path to some extent till now, whereas the difference is now I'm consciously doing it. Like I always have been investing in mentorship to some different element, whereas now it's obviously got like so much more spiritual and mind, body, soul, not just like on the mind, which is what I was doing before. It was very performance, you know, yes. so bringing all that together in harmony has allowed me back myself so much more fully. 
And I think surrounding yourself, I've always invested in some form of support in that regard, even in corporate. And I think that for me then allowed me not to rely on like family as much. And I've got some amazing sisters of like my best friends as well that like were big thinkers and we've traveled and traveling, sorry, meeting. Yeah. It's always about the connection with other people. I think that really inspires me. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. And, you know, you said something there about relying on other people and not relying on your family. And there's something in that that rings true, because even though my family are my biggest supporters, like my husband definitely is my biggest supporter. I couldn't have left my job if he didn't say, go on, I, I fully back you. But there is definitely times where, you know, he'll turn around and he'll ask me a question that's very triggering, like, you know, do you really feel like you know enough to be able to help these other women? And you're like, hang on a second. Like, (laughs) number one, I'm able to look at the fact that I am not where I want to be in terms of which one of us is at the destination. It is all about the journey that we're on. But I certainly know that I'm 10 steps ahead of a lot of people. And it's about finding out who those people are who are 10 steps behind me, that I can bring them up to the place that I'm at now. But like what's coming to mind, I suppose, when you're talking about that is having all the other people that you can rely on and get the support from and get the inspiration from and the motivation and the activation from. Because even though your family can be super supportive, they can also be really, really triggering because they know you so well. And they, you know, can say things that like will sort of hit hard places in you that could make you question yourself. So you have to be able to sort of go outside of that and find those people who will really sort of buoy you up and, you know, help you continue to believe in yourself oh yeah 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 like I think the family friends piece and I'm always like I say this with love I say this with love but like if we look at like the belief pyramid right like it's like our belief comes from we take action and we see results and it solidifies our belief right and sometimes and that's where that hard part is it's to take that leap and be vulnerable surrender into the known and when we've like all the things that you said like a mortgage kids all the stuff on the table right that you have to support as well it you know we've all the stuff that comes in that like can make us like sabotage ourselves or talk it down right and that's why I'm always like to everyone like and you know what we did loads of work on this together like on the whole boundaries piece of like I was like not just in business with clients but also with family and I've had to several times like be like to my parents who I know are never going to listen to this anyway. So I'm just going to go for it. But like, do you know, like oh, when I came back from working a month in Spain, then I'd ordered all this wood and my wood wall was filled. I was like, oh God, it looks so cozy and real hug of vibes. I can't wait for the winter now. And they're like, you want to use that sparingly? There's bad times ahead. And I lost my shit. I was just like, I am sorry. I'm an entrepreneur. I work for myself. I was like, you know, so you never know what way business is going to go, right? But like to hold that energy into your vision and hold that belief in your vision and yourself, I can't be letting this kind of thoughts come in. Like, I'm obviously not a freaking Egypt, like in terms of what's going on in the world, but I also want to stay focused on myself and I can't let that scarcity, because it's scarce energy is like a toxin coming into your energetic system and your business. So for me, that's why I'm like the boundary element and that is really important and surrounding yourself with other women, as you said, who, like, that's why I was asking you, like in terms of where you were five years ago to now, because not only have you gone through the whole journey, right? But like, you know, we felt our way through all these things. We also know ways that we can help people get there faster. And that is the beauty of what you're doing. Like, I mean, it is about the journey. It's not the perfectionism piece like holds us all so back. And I'm like, we're relevant. We have wisdom to share in every stage of our journey. Do you know? Yeah, 100%. And you know, look, at that's how I've ended up settling in in the business that I currently have which is Side Hustle Moms because when I was setting up my business Bump and Beyond Wellness I was a teacher setting up an Instagram account sharing some value from a master's in applied psychology that I was doing at the time but I wasn't a business owner I didn't see myself as that I saw myself as a teacher who had a hobby on the side and who wanted to inspire other mothers and it was only in the year of that Instagram account evolving into a business and evolving into something that was allowing me to replace my teaching income that I was like, oh my God, I'm actually sitting on something here that will allow me to. And it was never something that I considered to leave my teaching job initially. Like that was just never even on the cards. But when Bump and Beyond Wellness was going really well and I was navigating these different business models in terms of doing one-to-one coaching or group coaching and all that kind of stuff. But throughout it all, Elaine, I was by myself doing it. I was a teacher with a hobby on the side and an Instagram account and I was growing something. God knows what it was, but there was something happening and I didn't really, I wasn't really quite sure. But it, when I decided to make the move and leave my teaching job, which was only in February of this year, 22, 
and I made the decision to take a career break. I was, you know, privileged enough to be a teacher. I can take a career break like that rather than just walk away from it. But I stepped away and put through myself fully into my business. And what I did at that time was I set up a second Instagram account, which is called Side Hustle Mums. And the reason I did that is because I wanted to surround myself with a community of like-minded women like me, primarily mothers who were building businesses either on the side or full-time and who just needed to share in each other's good energy and motivation to be able to help each other come together and rise together. And so when I set up Side Hustle Mums, it was purely from a selfish place of just looking to have a community of women around me who could inspire me to keep doing what I was doing with Bump and Beyond Wellness. And it's just, it's how these things happen. Like that account started up and I started to grow an amazing community. Amazing women started connecting with me. I felt so much connection with them immediately because like yourself, Elaine, we understand what it's like to be building businesses. We understand what it's like in terms of putting ourselves out there in social media and representing ourselves and representing our business and all those kind of things. So that connection really started up for me and it's evolved into a completely different business model what I have now to what I even had a year ago. So like God knows where I'll be a year or five years from now. But all I know is like I just keep taking the steps and the compound effect is bloody wonderful. So I'm going to just keep doing that. Yes. <laughs> Hello, beautiful soul. I interrupt this episode briefly just to share a little bit about the SAS Collective Mastermind, which is now open for enrollment. I co-create this mastermind to activate awakening entrepreneurs who are here to do things differently, make a positive impact and live a life of freedom. So if you want to align your business with soul and systems and magnify into a state of joy and flow, then this is your official invitation from the manifester to be initiated and activated. Over the eight intimate weeks together, we will dive deep into the energetics of who you are and your business. Every week we will build momentum working on alignment, your deeper desires, boundaries, beliefs, cycle thinking matched with higher consciousness strategy and the business systems to support your expansion with automation and flow at the core. The alchemy of spirituality, SaaS strategy and systems will help you magnetize dream clients and sales on a soul level and you will walk away with a solid plan and foundation to scale and create the life and business of your dreams. So if you are ready to really step into your power as the leader in the collective and make your dreams come true, then you can sign up on my website and I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. So now I'm going to let you get back to this beautiful episode and feel free to drop into my DMs with any questions or book a discovery call. And this is, well, let's go in a little bit of a compound effect there, right? Because it is like, it's taking those aligned aspired actions as everyone's like oh my gosh choose like shut up and I always love as when we talk about this like in terms like you know sometimes that action is rest or switching off or whatever but it's like that we're making those moves on the daily basis and then it all adds up and like as opposed to just kind of like slaving away for the one or two big things so for anyone right that's here that's like really identifying with all you're saying in terms of like you know, their journey into motherhood. And like, actually, to be honest, I do think this is relevant in general for like any woman out there, right? In terms of like, because that was me in corporate as well, kind of going like, I'm happy. Like, I mean, it wasn't the case of like that I was absolutely miserable. Like, I mean, I was, even I was thinking about it kind of going, I was trying to figure out how I can claim flight miles now, whatever. I'm like, do I need to buy a, not to buy a credit card? Do I need to get a credit card in order to like get the free miles or whatever? Because when I worked in corporate, I only flew business class. Like, and I was thinking about my six years in Asia. And like, I remember then like when I quit, I went off to India for a while to do my yoga training. And I remember then like I had to fly back economy and I hadn't done it in a long haul economy flight in years. And I was kind of going, God, how the mighty have fallen. Do you know? <laughs> it was just, I was just only reflecting this kind of going, wow, that was actually such a nuts time. And I did, I had so many wonderful things going, but it was that kind of, it's sometimes when you only, as you said, come out of it that I'm kind of going, I wasn't a bit of a fog. It was kind of going like, I just wasn't as deeply connected with myself. And there was something, it was more in like this deep inner knowing and unfulfillment that was there, like of tiredness, you know? And I'm like, there's more. But so like, so for anyone like, you know, mother or not or whatever, like that you'd be advising how to connect in with like, you know, reestablishing that identity. Like, is there any sort of process that you went through, like, aside from, like, obviously holding space or getting space held for you, like, what would be your kind of advice? 
Do you know, you said earlier when we were chatting about how you were going to hold off on the whole baby making side of things while you were getting the foundations in place for your business. And what I really love working with women, women that I'm working with now to have quite small babies. And I don't think it's impossible to have the two running hand in hand. But what needs to happen, I suppose, is your expectations of where it is that you're going to get to. And so there is an element of just slowing down the progress that you kind of feel like you're making on a day to day basis. So, you know, what I say to them is slow progress is still progress. It doesn't have to be at lightning speed. And so the fend like what I think is beautiful if you've got a small baby at home or you've small kids at home and you're wondering where in the world could I get the time to be able to build a business is that you just need to be able to put the foundations in place to be able to like, even if it's a case of just like setting up a social media account and starting to share your value and starting to just grow a audience, like it doesn't even need to be a buying audience right now. It could just be an audience of people who connect with you and where you're at and what your message is and what it is that you want to be able to share with them. And you set those foundations in place that when your little baby's that little bit bigger and it really does come around quite quick and you've got a childminder, or you've got a mom or somebody who's there who's able to take them off your hands for a few hours, you've got a foundation already in place at that stage and then you can really just come in and start building on it and building upwards. Does that make sense? Oh, no, 100%. I was like, Jesus, Laura, are you trying to initiate me here? I'm like, okay. <laughs> Babies. <laughs> No, sorry. I do agree with you in that regard. Right. But like, I mean, I have like, my vision is ginormous, like and evolving. And for me as a five one manifester, like I, you know, I remember thinking about this and I, sorry, I do not let that, like what I said, become anyone's block and going, Oh my God, can I have a baby and start a business at the same time? 100% you can. I, as in terms of like, even my programs is teaching women about foundations and stuff. And for, I want that a case, like I actually used to have this belief, like you hit the nail on the head there. And then I worked with a coach in the States who did like her first like seven figure cashier after having a baby and like completely knocked my whole thing out of the water. And I was kind of going, God, I think I was kind of limiting myself to that degree or whatever. However, now I'm kind of going like, you know, I have my business set up to the point that like it's supporting women. When I'm on maternity leave, it's going to be supporting women. And for me, it's like the momentum is only going to grow in that time because I have support and a VA and editors and one thing. Do you know what I mean? So it's at a different thing. And I think it was because I spent my first year faffing around doing everything in business. Like, because the same as you, like what business we're both doing this year is completely different to what it was our first year because we're both actually in business the same amount of time. And a lot of it was designed based on like, we're in a pandemic, I can't do this, I can't do that or whatever. And that was my reason because I was like, no, I want to build an aligned business that can just grow while I'm off like on maternity or whatever, you know? Yeah, but as well, just to finish answering that question that you asked, I actually don't think you'd have the same fog with a baby if you had a business on the side. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be a business, Elaine. I'll roll back in it and, and just bring it back a little bit. Like if you had a hobby, if you had a passion on the side, I think if somebody loves knitting, if they love crocheting, it's something to do, it's somewhere to focus their mind and their attention for a little while. It's something to be celebrated because when you become a mum, all of the 24 hours of the day, like there is no switch off point in time. All of the 24 hours, you are literally on it. You're ready to go and tend a crying child, change a nappy, feed it, whatever. So by even having something on the side um, that can draw your attention away from the dirty nappies and the screaming and the puke and all of that stuff that comes with the babies is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And if that little hobby or that passion project grows into something bigger down the line, then amazing. But I actually don't think I personally, looking back, if I had something like really that just drew out my sort of zest for life, I don't feel like I would have gone through the same fog as I actually did where when I had nothing. Oh, 110%. Like it is, I think, and this is what I was saying to you at the start, like, as in like, I wanted to enjoy my identity as an entrepreneur now before Because otherwise, I think I didn't have the clarity. And I think having the clarity before you have kids is completely different. But then trying to find the clarity when you didn't have it beforehand and then you have kids, that's where it can get, I suppose, difficult. It's like, do I like crochet? I don't even know what I like anymore. Like, you know, what you were saying, it's kind of going, who am I? I'm like, you know, there we could be so far down the road. So it is like, you know, what all that great advice that you've been given, like, it's like, you know, 
what is it like follow like elements like what brings you joy like create a bit more space for yourself to explore like who are you outside of being a wife and a mother and all of these other million roles that we play so what is someone's next steps then I love how you're straight you can tell in terms of how initiating art to work with it's like find out what you like and set up the Instagram account and then start sharing the information I genuinely think meeting with a coach is the next step, sitting down with somebody who's going to give that space to you because you could sit down yourself at your journal and ask yourself the same questions, but I just don't know, would you have the enough diligence or determination to kind of stick at it? Whereas if you can just meet with somebody and have them, you know, you come into the table with a goal, an aim in mind of trying to figure out your purpose, if you want to put something, you know, really big over it and just find somebody who you trust ask around you know find somebody who if you're watching on Instagram and that you're connecting with somebody and you've got the same sort of core values and beliefs as that person that you can put your trust in them and do that put your trust and faith in having them help you navigate your way out and figure out what it is that you want and what those next steps can be and like we can often look at where it is that we want to go to and that big huge giant jump But like there's a whole ladder there with a whole load of rungs that need to be stepped on in order to get there. And so it can often just be really helpful to have somebody break that down into really small bite sized pieces of, you know, this is what we're focusing on and this is what step one is. And when we've achieved that, then we look at step two. But we don't try and jump ahead in our head because that can get way too overwhelming and we don't end up doing anything at all. Yeah, 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 I know. A hundred percent. And I know well, you're great at like mapping out steps for people and you've got your mompreneurship membership for the gathering of all the amazing mums that are out there, like, you know, following their dreams. Is there a particular, like, without, you don't have to mention names or anything, but like, you know, in terms of like our work is so rewarding. Like now I know you feel it's like two years in, it's kind of going, oh my God, we followed this hunch. And now it's like, you know, and we're showing up. And you see the difference that you're making in terms of guiding your clients and everything. Is there one story that really has hit home for you recently with clients that you're kind of going like, where someone has come to you and cleared the fog, stood in their identity, you know, just some magical inspiration for some woman who's sitting here now listening to this kind of going, I want to follow that urge and I want to go. Yeah, well, loads of women's stories come to my mind because I've got an amazing group of women inside my community. It's called the Mumpreneur Membership, and it is it's for women, primarily mothers, who are looking to build or grow a business using Instagram, email marketing, things like that. So primarily online, we'd say. So a lot of them have come to the table who are women who are just like me. They obviously identify with my past, so they're in public sector. I've got a lot of mental health nurses, psychologists, teachers, lots of people in, in that that area who have young kids and who just don't want to be sticking with that same humdrum of life. And so they've come into our community and what I've created is this library of resources that I learned over my first two years in business because there's so much to learn, Elaine, you know what it's like. And there's so many places you can get it from. Like you've got all these free downloads you can do and all these podcasts you can listen to, all these courses that you sign up to. And I have bloody well done them. I've done so many of them. And I would highly recommend and investing in yourself and jumping into courses just like I did with you and doing your mastermind back in May and June before I was ready. Like I wasn't ready at that time. I didn't have it even, I wasn't even sure what business I was primarily working with at that time. Yeah. So what I've created for them is this library of learning resources of things that I've learned and leaned into in the building and development of my business. And I think that's a fantastic place to start because you know what? It's low value. It's low yeah, value in terms of financially for the insane value that they're getting back because we're all at different stages of our journey in terms of what we're willing and able to commit to financially. And I think when you're in it, over a longer period of time, you start to expand that bit more and you start to see, well, actually, when I invest in other people in a bigger way, it actually comes back to me twofold. And, you know, I get that return on investment. But like, I think when we're starting off, it's scary, it's risky. We've got mortgages, possibly in this sort of scarcity mindset, like you talked about earlier, and it's all very hard and challenging. So I think coming into a community, surrounding yourself with like-minded people where you can have a one-stop shop to be able to learn the stuff that you need to be able to do to build and grow, I think is just phenomenal value. I think that's just insane. I would have loved to be able to jump into the Mumpreneur membership when I was beginning and I didn't know anybody else doing something like that. So that's a great starting point for you if you're looking for something like that. 
Oh, class. Many down there. It's like out there, get the inspiration, put it together. Here's the solution. Let's go. And it is like, even on what you said there, I know we're here going like, oh, sunshine and rainbows. And it's great. We can design our own life and calendar. And it's great to be able to like, no, I'm switching off the weekends or no, I've got systems in place. I remember when you audited me a couple of weeks ago and was like, oh, do you know, I'm so glad I've done this work that like, you know, that you have bookings automated that like you're able to take time off and support your kids when they're sick. And as opposed to being burning ourselves, still trying to do it all, it's actually allowing for the shit that life does throw at us because it isn't sunshine and rainbows. And I think that's a real big part that we sometimes don't talk about enough in terms of having that support. And like, you know, what do you do when, I don't know, a client cancels or can't or doesn't pay their for the program that they signed up for you with or what happens when I don't, you get a negative review or a launch doesn't go out or, you know, all these things that we have to navigate in addition to being wife and parent and all this kind of stuff as well. And it's so, I just think it's amazing. Like, and what you've created is fabulous to have a space where women come together and are even healing their own like sister wounds. Do you know where we've come out of institutions where you know there has been so much competition and a real raw vulnerability I think in everything that you're doing like which is amazing yeah that's actually two of my favorite words that's raw and vulnerable and my third one is surrender and you said it earlier I just love I love people who come to the table who are just raw vulnerable open honest about the tough times as well as the good times because that's real life but I'm also a big dreamer. So without it just staying down, down here and like, you know, this can be challenging, this can be hard, this is how we can overcome it. I'm like, okay, well, look up to the sky there and what is it that we're dreaming? Dream big and now let's make the leaps, let's make the moves and show up in that kind of energy as if we've already had it, we've already made it and make it happen. Like your Australia trip that we were talking about before that you're going on in October? Exactly, that's it. It's on the cards. <laughs> And so what tips then would you give to someone now of like, right, okay, I want to like really like, I want to go for it. I want to make that leap. And like, cause I'm all the same as you. I'm like, I'm like, jump before you feel ready. Yeah. So what guidance would you give to anyone listening that's kind of going like, right, I am doing me. I am choosing me. I'm choosing my next level. I am here for it now. Like what advice would you give them? I would tell them to dull out all the noise around them. So if it's a case they're using social media to literally turn the volume down on other people's accounts because there's it's such a noisy place and you can be assured that whatever your message is, you're going to find it out there. Like a hundred thousand other people are going to be sharing the exact same message and that can be really detrimental to your own mindset in mm. terms of like, you know, imposter syndrome just coming in going, oh my God, I'm not communicating that as well as that person is, or I don't know enough as them, or I need to become more qualified in order to be able to do this, all of these kind of things. So my number one advice would be to turn down the noise to everybody else and really connect in, be very, very sure of what your own personal message is. What is your own personal value? What is it that you are showing up to share? How is it that you're planning on helping and supporting and impacting other people? And just with tunnel vision, just start to show up and speak in that way. And it can be done very incrementally. Like you could start off with, you know, little pictures or still posts or carousels, all writing or whatever. But when you find the confidence to be able to show up as you are and not worry about how you look or saying the wrong thing or fumbling over your words, when you find the time to be able to share your voice in that way and you share your own truth, that's when the real connection will happen. And that's when people will start to, like you say, be magnetized towards you and be attracted to you and your message because you're talking to like-minded people. There's so many other people out there who are just like you and who want to hear what you're saying and want to be inspired and motivated by you. So that would be my number one tip, Elaine. Turn down the noise and everybody else and just connect in with what your own truth is. Well, that's a golden tip. I'm like, two more now. <laughs> Another tip for me, and I'm actually going to be sharing it at some stage later. I kind of mentioned it before, which is, I suppose, how can I put it again? It's like following your own dreams like when nobody else can see it, like really sort of believing in that. When I started off in Bump Beyond Wellness and when I started off in Side Hustle Mums, I didn't have a queue of people booking into me. I didn't even have automation processes set up whereby 
you know, when I first met with you, I was like, oh my God, Elaine's talking about all this automation. Sure, I don't even have people booking in on me. What do I need that for? But I didn't put that out there on my social media. I showed up like people were queuing down the freaking road to see me. And it was like, this is who I am. This is how I can help you. And, you know, you're so, you're going to be, you know, so lucky to come and spend this time in my world and in my space for me to be able to help you accelerate your growth. And I showed up with that. So like, that's what I was kind of talking about before is sort of showing up in the sort of future successful version of yourself rather than where you are right now, because that's what people will see. That's what they'll buy into. And what do I tell, something I say to my clients a lot is about like how they, when they're constructing their messaging and getting it across to people, it's often they're all worried about like what it is that they're providing, like what is that coaching package that they're producing and what is the service that they are helping other people with? And they're kind of breaking it down into like, I'm going to, it's going to be a six week coaching model. I'm going to cover these different things, but people don't actually buy that. They don't buy the coaching package and they don't buy what it is that you're offering them in the different weeks. What they buy is the transformation that they get at the very end. So if you can show up and like tune into what their hopes, aspirations are for their future selves, the transformation that you're going to be helping them achieve, then that's what they're buying. And it's something that you it's intangible. It's not something you can actually touch. So that's my golden tip. Done now. <laughs> well, no, you're not done. There's two things. Well, sorry. One, and I just want to zone in a little bit on this, right? Because we talked about this before we came on the call or on the interview. And it was like, if I had to ask, well, just for context for everyone else, but like, if I had to ask you now here in this interview of like, why do people choose you, right? Why do they choose you, Lorna? Like, I obviously already know the answer, but. <laughs> Is it my energy? Yeah, it's your energy. Yeah, yeah. That's what's good, yeah. And the same is in like, you know, I get asked that or like say that all the time, right? And then I'm like, this should actually, one alone be giving anybody listening to prioritize you know, themselves and nurturing their energy. And I think knowing as well, because like there's been a massive rise in women stepping into business in this year. And even like when you launched your membership and you're like, oh my God, I'm celebrating like 20 or 30 people that you have in the first day or two. It was crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I remember like you were out like drinking champagne and I'm like freaking celebrating you. This is like incredible, right? And there is so it's so exciting to see this evolution and expansion happening in the collective. And, but remember as well, like then I think, do you find sometimes you see this with clients, it can be an element of like, like what you said there about putting the blinkers on is so needed because it's like, as you said, it's noisy, right? And yes, people can be saying similar messages or yes, people can be giving similar offers or similar masterminds. And I'm always kind of going like, you know, I don't care what anyone else is doing because I'm like, people will choose me based on my energy and my experience and no one can copy that, right? Regardless, like, I'm like, that's like, it's just, and to really stand in that for individuals. And I'm sure a lot of people like, you know, when they're kind of starting kind of going, oh, there's people doing that already. Who am I? Yeah. And just for anyone listening, it's like that they're a freaking queen. And so one last thing, right? If you think of yourself, Lorna, three years ago before she said yes to her psychology masters and stuff, right? Or for anyone out there today, that's kind of like, yeah, I love the crochet or I love helping people or I love holding space or cacao or whatever. That's kind of thinking of something or they want to like take their business to the next level now or maybe whatever. Like what advice would you give them? One final bit of love note from Lorna. Oh my gosh. So they love the hobby. They love the crocheting. Like I think I said earlier, you know, about going and speaking to somebody else, something I suppose that if you are in the early stages with your passion project, whether it is crocheting or cooking or coaching or, you know, Reiki, whatever it might be. And um, something that we find really, really difficult is telling people what it is that we do in the sense that like we're running a business or that we're an entrepreneur, CEO, whatever it is that you want to call yourself. So what I would, one final piece of advice would be to gain confidence around yourself in terms of what it is that you are building. So start talking to your 
partner, start off with your partner, your family, about being a business owner and about running a business for yourself. And when you get the confidence up of speaking to those people in your close circle, then start to spread it out to the people in your community or the people in your extended family or whatever and start announcing yourself as a business owner. Because I think it can be something that holds us back when we shy away from this thing that we're doing at home, this small little passion project. We mightn't even tell people, you know, that we're doing it or not to mind, let them know that we're even on social media, you know, talking about it or anything like that. It's something that we hide behind, something that I don't necessarily think that we feel shame around, but definitely that we're embarrassed that we're putting ourselves forward. We're standing out in a way, aren't we, Elaine? We're definitely, we're stepping out of the crowd and we're sort of going, okay, here's a spotlight. I'm not a celebrity or anything, but I'm certainly shining a spotlight over myself and and counting myself as worthy for people to look at and listen to. That all takes time. So if you're working on a little something at home, start building that confidence in yourself. You know, we can even start in front of the mirror and just saying the words like, I am a business owner. I run a successful business. And you start building that confidence for yourself and then start broadening it out to those different people. And just that's like, that's a big, big mindset shift to just see yourself in that way rather than something that you're hiding away at home that you don't want anybody to actually know about. Because how the frick will you ever become successful? People don't know about you. You have to, people have to know about you for it to happen. So it's a big obstacle to overcome. Yes, love it. And that's a good tool, right, for any level, you know, in terms of when we were chatting here, it's like, you know, like I want to bring like all the family to Australia or like, it's like, as you had said earlier on, it's like, you know, I believe I'm going to be a seven figure business owner, you know? And it's like, it is activating that energy all the time. And because like a lot of the tools, whereas I'm kind of, when you get that foundation in place and you've got the tools set up, like the scaling is just like, it's not about like scale. We sometimes have this like block of like scale to scale means you need to do massive amount of more work or massive amount of more time when actually it's just amplifying the actions and the systems and the numbers that you have in one place so as opposed to going like break it down in terms of going like right I want to have 10k launch now for this new program that I'm doing it's like I want to help 10 women or however many that is making it more real and stepping into this energy of like right this is my next level and activating that all the time whether that's starting whether it's scaling or whatever it is that people are doing so can you share some ways that people can work with you? Obviously, they can join your mompreneurship membership. You've got loads of new programs coming in 2023, your podcast. I'll put all of this in the show notes. But anything else that you want to say to anyone before we wrap up? And thank you so much for all of your wisdom. Oh, you're so welcome. Well, yeah, no, I very firmly feel, Elaine, that I have just found the business model that bloody works for every mother that's out there. And like, you know, I've navigated many different ways to provide my service in a way that aligns with what I want for my life. And what I wanted for my life as a mum was to be able to work my mornings, Monday to Friday, and be at home throughout the day with my kids. And what has allowed me to do that is having a membership. So I absolutely adore the Mumpreneur membership. It aligns with my core values. It aligns with the people that I, you know, it gives me a community of like-minded people around me. But what I'm doing in 2023 is teaching other people how to create a membership because I just feel like it is the most insane business model that you can possibly have out there because you've got that recurring income in. You know, you take away that sort of stress that is there in all of our lives as an entrepreneur in terms of where is our money coming from every single month. So you've got your recurring stable income coming in month after month after month where you're not giving a whole lot of your time. Like I show up four times in my month for an hour, you know, that's what I'm giving for all of these people who are I'm actually being able to gain the value side of it. So it's just an insane business model. So I'm teaching people that in February, it's over, you can choose either a gold or a silver experience in terms of how long our container will be together, whether it's 12 or 16 weeks. And if you choose to stay for the 16 weeks, I'm actually going to go through a founding member launch with you. So you leave the program actually having your own private membership, which I'm really, really excited about. So that's what I'm going to be doing going forward in 2023. And then you have my one-to-one coaching as well, which is my clarity program. So that's an eight-week container of working just privately together. And then it's my membership. So it's very crystal clear. There's three services that I offer. I love that life has become so clear and simple and straightforward, but I feel like I'm giving the maximum amount of value in like a 
short little small spurts of time, if that makes sense. Like I'm not having to give a whole lot of my time to be able to impact many, many people at the same time, which is exactly what I've been trying to figure out for the last two years. And I feel like I've finally figured out how to do it. So I want to help other people do this in their businesses as well. Amazing. Can I ask you one more question? (laughs) Well, just on running things in containers, I've seen this big shift because obviously I know you like we're both connected with like people all over in the industry and there's so much being called out in the coaching industry, mentoring space, whatever right now. And a lot of people have been like, Creating programs, right? That long programs, 12 month masterminds and six month masterminds and all this kind of stuff. And like, I mean, the same as yourself as in like invest in loads of different things. I'm in memberships. I do long term. I do one on one and I have different people I support like energy coaches, light activation coaches, business, like different elements that I'm always growing and learning and expanding. But there's been this whole thing of going like, oh, it needs to be a long program. And like a long program, like, you know, like to hold energy for a long, long time. And for me, I'm like, it doesn't suit me as a manifester. And there's an element where I think that people are doing this in their business model because it means then they don't have to have the dips in revenue with a long course. And so they're doing this course, the same content over a super long period of time. And I personally think some of them, like what you're talking about, like your clarity one, whatever, you don't need a super amount of time, a long amount of time. I just want to know what your thoughts on this are actually. I haven't thought about it before. I have signed up for a 12-month mentorship next year. <laughs> different so though, it's mentorship. Yeah, so I've signed up for that next year and it's definitely, it's on the cards for me. It's something I was thinking about going forward. I thought, I think it's a great way of bringing people in and signing up for that long period of time because you're just not going through that sort of launch approach, you know, every couple of months, which can be quite draining. So do you know what? There's something for everyone. There's a sock for every shoe out there. And like, it depends what you're looking for and the time and space that you're in your business. If it's a case that you want something right now and get through it in the next three months, blast it, either over eight weeks or 12 weeks, 16 weeks, whatever it is. And then you can just go in and it, there's something nice in knowing that, you know, when I come out in June, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have a membership. If I sign up in February, I'm going to have a membership for June. And that can be really you know, motivating to get things going for yourself and you have certain targets and goals set in your own mind of places that you want to be in your business by summer this year. Or you could be like, do you know what? I want to take things not necessarily slower, but I know that I need to invest over a long period of time because I'm not going to be able to achieve all these mad things, great big things in a short period of time. And so I need somebody who really knows me, gets me, understands me and is going to be able to continually hold me accountable to the things that it is that I want to do over this long period of time. So I kind of think there's space for both of them, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's why I want. I actually was like, I would have asked this question after. And I think it's more, this is just a question I wanted to like, you know, on the spot, well, not that we planned any question, but just in summary of all of what you're saying, right? Because I think this is something like for people that are longer on their journey, right? Or like more in their business because social media can can get quite mouthy. And it's like, you need someone in your pocket for 12 months. Your programs need to be longer and all this kind of stuff. And that's not necessarily the case. I do think it's all of what like Lauren has already said of like come back to like getting clear on who you are, who your energy is, like what's going on in your life and what can you hold space for that we're creating. Our offerings are based on like what actually is aligned for us where we are right now. Do you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and like yeah. back to what you've said in terms of like helping people develop the membership and looking at different ways that they can bring in things to their business at different tiers, at different levels that allows you to continue to grow and scale, but not by burning out. Absolutely. And being willing to experiment, yeah. experiment and like get things wrong. Like I think so often people go in going, I'm going to try this out. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be what works for me. And then it falls flat in your face and you're like, okay, game over. I'm crap at this. I need to leave entrepreneurial life behind. So, but like seeing it as a game and being really, you know, optimistic about whatever it is that you're going for right now and give going gung-ho at it, but like separating yourself if it doesn't go super, super well and just learning from it and figuring out how you can tweak it and go a different road. And not getting caught up in the noise. Like you said something a few minutes ago, which was, people were getting all caught up about the algorithm and stuff like that and everyone was getting really negative about it and that can be really toxic yeah so much so and it was really it was frustrating me because you know 
there's definitely a part like in human psychology, there's a part of us that wants to go along with the crowd and roll with the tide and kind of show up and say not the same thing as other people, but it's like you're hearing it a lot. So it's going into you. You are assimilating it. You're in a way believing it. And so you could then present yourself and start saying the exact same thing. But I was standing in a place where it was like, okay, I've been a teacher forever and now I'm not. And I'm actually running my own business. And the only way I've been able to do that is because of Instagram. And like, but, you know, much and all as it's really hard and it's not throwing my reels out to all the people that I want to throw out, I still wouldn't have left my teaching job and be a business owner if I hadn't used Instagram. So it is really about just reframing your mindset about these things. And instead of giving out about them, seeing it for the free tool that it's there for you to be able to utilize to showcase your business and put yourself up there, not just in your locality, in your community, not just in your country, but in the world. Boom. What a nice way to wrap up. And I'm like, in summary of what you said, like, it's like, it is like, like live life like it's a game, live life like it's a movie and be shown up that way in business as well. And forget about like, this is prescribed, like, and you know, as in terms of the way we teach and the whole space, it's like bringing you back to who you are, what works for you and what's aligned for you and design your business that way. And forget about what everyone else is doing. Like, I mean, I'm like, just like, let's all just stay in our own lane and do our own thing and share our own magic. And like, you know, like use whatever tools are out there, like in a way that feels good for us. And like, you know, that's why we just bring so much more joy in the day to day. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your magic. And thank you for everyone tuning in. Thanks so much, Elaine. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your journey and activating your higher self. I'm so grateful to every listener in this community and would love to know what you think. So drop into my DMs or send me a message and be a part of the expansion of our collective by subscribing, sharing and leaving a five-star review. And let's rise and flow together.